my extreme fandom to European soccer that go, goes all the way back to March. You know, well, is it is it European soccer or is it British soccer or you know uh, English soccer? Well, I, I have my beloved Die Wolf from uh, the That's, Bundesliga. Oh, I forgot about the Germans. Yeah, I mean, I, they were they were it was pretty much all I had left when they were the first sport to come back. That's right. Because they had their shit in, and you weren't watching rugby at that point in time, and I don't think New Zealand rugby is making it to America. No, I haven't gotten on the rugby train. There's way too many sports now. Yeah, no. If 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 we go back into to a full-on pandemic with no sports, maybe I'll uh, pick pick that one up. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I guess they have cricket and rugby there. That is professional. I'm sure, there's some right other now- sports. Right now, I'm focused on my beloved uh, Leeds United Peacocks and um, and uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. That's about all I got. That's right. That's right. So this is what happens. Uh, what happened to us? What happens to us? This is what happens to us when Sam has a power outage and leaves us to our own devices. Is what happens. It's it's the long-awaited return of the Nate not Nate Power Hour. Yes. Welcome everyone. Welcome. It's brought to you as always by water. I thought we we're gonna do air this this week oh no i've got a new ad read you'll, you'll okay okay i appreciate it yeah <laughs> you don't you don't do ad reads off the top this is an amateur hour no 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 i was gonna yeah. make a joke for you i forgot to text you about it like the perrier in case your your sky is oh. brown get some perrier huh. do we have license or uh, like copyright issues with mel brooks does he own the uh, rights to perrier i i don't think he'd worry too much about us making anything off of that joke um, I don't know. He might be litigious. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't, what is he now? 90? Uh, yeah, he turned, was it, was it his birthday where Carl Reiner passed away like a few days later or was it Carl Reiner's birthday where Carl Reiner passed away a few days later? I think it was Either... Mel's birthday and then Carl. That's what I think. Yeah. And I, I believe I could be wrong. I want to say he's 93. Yeah. But everyone's going to be Googling us right now. They're like, oh, they're on their own. They're going to make mistakes. Wait, shit. I was going to say, let it be known. You brought up his name first, but I brought it up first. Yeah. Wow, shit. Can we bleep, Can you go back nope. through and bleep, bleep out his name every I, time? I, I, I do not. Have I mean, I, for, to, be, to be fair, I have not killed an icon since then, which I believe was like two months, th- three months ago. Something like that, three and a half months ago. I I I could be wrong, but yeah, I think that was uh, around the fourth of July. So uh, it's been a while. Eh. Well, so uh, let's hope. Hope. Let's, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. We have a, a a good week then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got we got our big uh, uh, baseball rivalry. Yes, um, we do. We're uh, the, the the renewed rivalry of the storied uh, well the storied rivalry of the Padres and Cardinals, uh, dating all the way back to the infamous legendary December tenth nineteen eighty one trade of Ozzie Smith to the Cardinals and yes. the Padres in return got Gary Templeton, which uh, you know at they the pretty time. much their their fortunes diverted diverted diverged from there with the Cardinals winning the World Series literally the next year. Yeah. And then and then going to five more World Series over the next 30 some odd years, winning three of them. Yeah. The Padres not doing that? No. I mean they went to two, but yeah. I were they were they swept in both? No. No, two. we won one game in 84. So 98, okay. 98 so, yeah. did not go as well. But but then again, the Yankees were on steroids at that point in time. <laughs> Ken Caminetti, man. Come on. Oh, your, no, best no, no. Players ex- your best player's heart exploded from yeah. steroids. Rip, may, may he rest in, in peace. peace. Yes. Uh, oh, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, the fact that the, the Yankees were just leagues above oh, you, any team Oh, at that you time. don't mean literal. Well, they might have been on literal steroids. Well, but you true. just mean you're, – you're talking about – they they were just leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. Yeah, they were like the next year they swept the Braves, so I remember yeah, getting a lot won, of guff won, for the Padres. They won, like, they won like four and five years because then the next year after that they beat the Mets, and then the next year they lost in seven to the Diamondbacks. Yeah, those were like all comeback games for them too. That was yeah. that was a that was a weird time because I was living outside Boston. Or, it was like 2000, 2000, no, it was 2001. 
No, I was yeah, I was in college, yeah. Da, yeah, Die by Bax was two thousand one. Yeah, so it was you know, the whole nine eleven thing and then Yeah. Everyone was kind of oddly rooting for the Yankees in a weird way just for the city. Yeah, which was hard for a lot of people. Because yeah. the Yankees aren't aren't the most likable franchise. No. No. Um, There's a lot of franchises you, that aren't likable. Oddly, yours is okay. Like no one hates the Cardinals outside of Cubs fans. Uh, people hate the Cardinals fans though, because they Nobody say hates... that they're the best fans. That's what. You know, yeah. If you're gonna be the... it, you can't say that, guys. Just to let you know. Yeah, I well, it it's a. It, I don't know. It's a it's the chicken and the egg thing. Which came first? Cardinals fans will will wear that best fans in baseball term with a badge of honor and right. will always claim that they're the best fans in baseball. But I'm not sure that they came up with that because anytime you watch a, nat- a national broadcast with the Cardinals on it, the, 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 the uh, people calling the game will routinely make comments about how great the fans are. So I'm not sure if the media started that or if the fans started that. Either way, it's, it's run rampant and the, um, the fans have, have become super obnoxious All right, for Mount, sure. Mount City can keep it quiet. For sure, and I don't. I mean, those Padres fans are—they're they're a vocal bunch. Yeah, we—we we are a great fan base of five people. So, I think you're giving them too much credit. Other five? Are we just talking? Are, are they get you to bring their dogs fam- to the ballpark. Are you including fa- family members? We're allowed to bring dogs to the Be- ballpark because you're you're uh, uh, best. Well, I don't know if Machado might be the best player, but the will soon to be best player. His father famously was a Cardinal. Not famously because he wasn't that good a player. Uh, Tatis. Yeah. But but he was he was a cardinal and he was he was famous for doing the most miraculous miraculous man not the right thing. That's something that I don't think will ever be done again where he hit two grand slams in one inning for yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, that's one inning one against inning. That's the Dodgers. Impressive. That's impressive. One inning, two oh. grand slams. That I don't think is happening again. Well, uh seeing yeah. that we're on on the sports front, I don't know uh I know our listeners are big fans of when we talk sports, but you know, this is going to kind of we'll get, blend in. Don't and out. worry, guys. We'll get to weather soon enough. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. So Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup, and I've now come to the conclusion: you want your city's team to lose championships. It will save your city from a, a super spreader event. Oh yeah, but to be fair. Um, and it's not the hockey hockey's fault, but I had no, no idea that I, I have been following. I, I don't want to say I have I had I did know the finals were happening. Right. I did know the stars and the lightning were in the finals. I kind of lost interest after the blues lost in the first round. We're, we're eliminated. Yeah. OK, this whole thing's been a sham. It's a sham wrapped in a sham. Uh, the, 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 the the OK, first of all, the the whole reseeding when they came back from from oh, the round robin and post quarantine like round robin reseeding was bullshit because the, the uh, blues had the number one record in the western conference and but because of that round robin shit they ended up a four seed fuck that but honestly i had i so i knew the stars and the um uh lightning were in the finals did not realize the, the finals had ended and a team had won the like say what you will about the nhl it's a neat it's still a niche sport niche sport niche, yeah. Um, still don't know how to pronounce that niche. properly. Uh, niche, niche sport. But you still, the Stanley Cup means something. Like it it's a big deal. Yeah, it's Whoever wins school. it, it's like it's it's far and even though it's of the four major sports, and you could even argue it's maybe slipped to five because MLS has kind of come on strong right. lately in the sports. Um, it's it's a easily was not, oh, has been number four for a long time. But the Stanley Cup is still the most famous of all the trophies. Like I would, I would be. You ask even you ask a casual sports fan to name the other trophies, like they might not know them. Like right. Stanley Cup is is yeah famous. You know, you you know what the Stanley Cup is, even if you don't follow the sport. So so the team winning it, it's a big deal. And I literally yesterday saw like a tweet about how the Lightning won the night before, and I was I had no idea. Did you see the not a clue. The video of the fans, though, outside the arena. Were they, no, were they excited? Uh, is that the? Yeah, that's the super spreader that is going to be. I made a joke. It's like Florida doing Florida at peak Florida, because it. Well, was, can it, can Tampa? Can Tampa? I mean, Tampa was already the, the city was already a super spreader as a city. Is it? Is it? 
Like, are, are we really going to see their numbers spike? Because they were I, already spiking. I would believe it would. There would be an uptick again somehow. If there was a way of upticking, it would just. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, it would be impressive. And now that we're seeing that Los Angeles has the Lakers in the finals, and that's starting today, I believe, uh, going against the Miami Heat. And I, I, I do apologize, everyone, that we are talking sports. This is more of a COVID sports thing that I just want to say. I kind of want the Lakers to lose in general. But I'm like, I don't want to see a crowd of people going out celebrating the Lakers without masks. I don't think that would happen. I think the city's a bit smarter. But then again, I've seen a lot of people stop wearing masks in general. So, Well, if we're talking about the greater public good, the team the Lakers are playing, the Miami Heat. Oh. Again, Florida. Florida. Um, if they win, oh, then uh, we'll have another super spread of it. But you know what? Getting, I think Florida is just trying to kill to itself. Tamp- and nobody's, uh, yeah. I mean, they've been they've been trying to do that for some time. I mean, the uh, wait, 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 wait a second. The so, also the Marlins are in the playoffs. Marlins are in the playoffs. That's true. So if all three uh, of them were to win, be big time for Florida because the um, oh, and the Buccaneers could possibly pull it off. You know what though, Tampa Bay, they they deserve some they they deserve something good because they they've really been hit hard. Not just because people that live in Tampa are, are obviously not the, gonna they're obviously not gonna be the ones to be wearing masks, which is why the COVID is so bad there. But their main um, um, source of business, I don't know if you're familiar with what Tampa is known for. It's the strip ca- strip club capital of the possibly world definitely united states i thought that was Portland, which is an Oregon. industry no it's it's tampa do they have most strip clubs um, per capita or per square mile i guess is what portland who Port- portland yeah. does or Port- tampa well but it's tampa's thing yeah that's uh, like portland's known for portland's known for craft beers and now anarchy evidently yeah well um but um tampa's they known for the strip clubs and that's an industry that's really been hit hard yeah. by this they've yeah. tried they've tried they've tried some some various things with uh, using, uh, um, why am I drawing a blank? The dividers that uh, we see at like supermarkets. Yeah. Look, like what are those made out of? I'm drawing a complete. Plexiglass. Yeah. Plexiglass. That was the word I was thinking. Um, they're not a sponsor, are they? No. Is it plexiglass? Is a brand, isn't it? Isn't it like Kleenex? Yeah. I, it's I, come. Be- it's like synonymous with all clear plastic, but it, I think plexiglass is actually itself a brand. Um, yeah, strip clubs are strip clubs are hurting. I assume um, they're not uh, re. Have they, have they reopened in LA? Is the uh, body Dude, shop body doing shop any is business? Still closed. It's really just become a charging station for the homeless. Well, they have an outdoor plug, so. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, before we leave the sports topic, which um, we've, we've might, may, we may have already tuned out half of our people. It absolutely, might just, absolutely turned out. Yeah. Don't worry, people. Yeah, we'll get to um, other things that are more entertaining. I mean, Steve might be the only one listening still at this point. Hi, Steve. <laughs> um, the, uh, do, should we, do, do you want to do the, um, the cliched um, trope of doing a bet for, um, for uh, this Padres Cardinal series, yeah, like, why not? You know, why like, not? You know, like we... the cl- the cliched where the mayors of the cities do it, and they end up trading off like whatever the city's known for in terms of food. Uh, which I don't even know if San Diego's known for anything specifically. We're... I mean, America's have... finest city, and we have to have something. A lot of people credit San Diego with the California burrito, which, uh, if you're not familiar, is basically a off. burrito with, with fries inside it. It's not even a burrito. Which is, it's just fries with meat in it with some aioli. Well, it's just in, any, any burrito with fries in it is generally called a California burrito anywhere in the state of California. But it, I think San Diego's credited with inventing it. But, um, but I don't want to go with food because that's, that's, that's a silly, silly cliche. What I think we should do is if the um, – Padres win, then I have to stay in downtown San Diego for an evening. Hotel of your choice. So I'd like to um, say that I'm only going to stay at the uh, Hilton Bayfront. Right, but if the Cardinals win, you have to stay in downtown St. Louis for an evening. Hotel of my choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to die. No. Um, so that's the point. Yeah. So we on yawn. Best. I mean, it's best of three series. Anything can happen. Oh, there you go. Yep. So, All right. 
That's that's a deal. Ge- gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's okay. agreement. Hey. So unless unless he's not recording, which is entirely possible, we have it on uh, we have it on record. The guy has figured out how to record a few things here and there over his time. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, so we've got we moving on from uh, from sports, sports yes. uh, weather weather update. It's our weekly weather update. How's the uh, how's the air quality? Uh, air is getting better. It's hotter than balls. Like if you hear a humming in the background, I have turned on the AC because it's a hundred degrees on September thirtieth. Oh wow! Yeah, you got another heat wave. Yep, man, weather here is actually cooling down considerably. Oh, that's nice. That must feel nice, or maybe not so much on your joint. Uh, not so much what on your joint. I don't know, like, do you get those issues uh, with the weather change? You, you know, before, yes. Before, <laughs> when I, the, the left one hasn't gotten bad enough, but the right one, yes. When I got into St. Louis last winter, very, you know, like an old person. There is something to that. It's not just old people complaining when they say, like, their joints hurt in the cold when they have arthritis. It makes a huge difference. But my left hip, hip has not deteriorated to that point quite yet. Okay. Um, so yeah. And when I say it's getting cooler, I'm talking about sixties. It's in the sixties. We're not talking freezing it yet. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Weather. We got weather down. There we um, go. Do you want to, is it too early to fray into politics? Did you watch the debate? Uh, I watched two minutes of the, the debate. Uh, I, I was just paying attention to Twitter mostly and I saw shut the fuck up a lot. Uh, and then I just said, I was in a group text and I, I said, I made a joke of like, Oh, can anyone give me the play by play on this one? They're like, you're a horrible human being and a friend. So I said, I'm just kidding. I don't. So I turned it on and I turned on at the moment where they asked him to denounce white supremacy and yeah, that, that, that didn't go, uh, well, um, there's a lot of excited human beings out right now and they're not good people. So yeah. Would you say they're they're proud people? They could be proud. I think they could be. You know, they would really enjoy white linens, as well. Uh, you know. uh well, the spe- I mean, it's so certain. The the I didn't watch it. Uh, no, I mean, I, bless I, bless your bless your heart for lasting two minutes. Yeah, I did follow it on Twitter for as long as I was awake. Right, because uh, you know I'm a uh, staying up past nine p.m. as a young man's game, as you know. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, lot of. Um, I lot I just saw a lot of this is the worst thing that I've ever seen. The term shit show was thrown around quite a lot. Yep. Even Dana Bash live on CNN referred to it as a shit Wait, show. Wait, she was on CNN? Yeah. 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 She I called it on, on air. She called it a shit show on air. Yeah. Well, she's not coming um, back. My, my personal favorite was uh, Jake Tapper of also oh, on CNN. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Referring to it as a hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, pretty much also describes not only 2020, but really the last three years. But yeah, it's, um, I heard there was a lot of yelling. Uh, and uh, Chris Wallace kind of um, he lost, lost, con- lost yeah. control. I don't think he ever I, had to, control, to be honest. That's true. I that saw, is true. I saw a, like a uh, headline in his, uh, in, just cut you real quickly. I saw a headline in Town and Country. Where he's like, as a moderator, I want to be invisible. And you did that, sir. He was. Yeah. He was. You did not exist. Uh, yeah. They've already, the national, whoever, the or, whatever organization that runs the debates, it's called the, I don't recall yeah, what the acronym is. They've already said that they're changing the rules at, in light of last night because, um, well, and, of, you know, it's so frustrating and annoying that, that of course, even, even like objective news which doesn't really exist anymore but you know like even news sort news sources that aren't necessarily right or left-leaning they're kind of down the middle are still trying to like both sides it by saying it was it was disruptive on both sides even though biden uh, you know it only only one side was really being disruptive and interrupted and needed his mic cut off multiple times It, Uh, it was just a shambles and i'm like you don't even have to watch this to know this you can just catch clips of it and just be like I don't, I don't know. People who sat through the 90 minutes of that. And then the fact that they're still... I don't know how to this day or right now in this moment they're undecided voters. Oh, they're not undecided voters. I know. They're just there trying to come up... say they're undecided because... To, it's the same thing that happened. The, the um, Which is why polling is so absolutely useless. 
like you know people love to bring up that hillary had like a polling showed her winning by like 30 points or something like that and the reason for it is because most people won't don't want to tell the truth because since voting is very much a um private thing that you don't there's no real proof of who you voted for so you can lie so there were so many people like in the polling in 2016 that just said they'd vote for Hillary because they didn't want to say out loud they were voting for Trump. Same thing with the undecided voters. If you're undecided at this point, I, I don't understand. I get it. You just don't want to admit who you're voting for. But, and maybe people are ashamed to say they're voting for Biden, although I, I just, it's such a vanilla option that I don't see why you'd be ashamed of that unless your family is just going to shame you because they're on the other side. I got I got I got to say this and I you know me and my progressive take on politics in general uh you know social democrat whatever you want to call me socialist commie I've been referred to as now um it's just, I prefer pinko commie anarchist Yeah I've gotten that I've gotten that uh libtard I've gotten it a few times but okay besides the point where where I was going with this Republicans who are listening there I might maybe there's one of you Joe Biden is a Republican it is he has a D in front of his name. The how politics have shifted over the years. The the farther like the closer center left is more in the eighties, middle right. So the policies, yeah, it's just one thing, one thing that doesn't make him Republican. And even then, he's not really for uh, pro-choice. He's he might have shifted, kind of like how Hillary Clinton shifted on uh, gay marriage. She wasn't a fan of, of it until it mattered to her getting elected. Uh, but well, Trump Trump has been was pro choice up until a few years ago. Yeah. But then he then he then he just decided he was uh, open to the highest bidder, and yeah. the highest bidder was the pro life. Well, highest bidder because he needs the money, as we found out this week, because uh, seven hundred fifty dollars is what he's been paying in federal income taxes, and he is broke. Yes. He has four hundred twenty million dollars coming for collection. Coming up over the next uh, like next two year, I believe. Years, yeah. Up in the well, it's 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 broken. I saw a really nice t- uh, person break it down, like like uh, over a text chain. It was a journalist of some kind. I think he was a financial expert because he really explained it well. And he was exp- he he did a like uh, property by property how much he owes on each one. And it, in total, they owe up. They add up to they actually add up to more than four hundred million. But the four hundred million is what's coming up right soon. And I believe those specifically are pretty much divided. That, that was on. Uh, that just my internet just went down for some odd reason. And- oh, I was gonna say I could. You, I, you, when when you said and we've lost Nate, and I was like, no, I can still hear you. Oh, I can still I can still hear and see you. Okay, I I had lost you. You had frozen when you were talking about. You were explaining the article about. Um, oh, the, how they broke down the, yeah. the finance is owed to Trump's properties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the the main bulk of the four hundred million that's coming up is split between what he owes on his Doral golf course in Florida, mm-hmm. the hotel, but he also has malt, like hundred million dollar loans out on his Trump Tower, uh, which is you know his the jewel of his New York properties. Also, but he also has a building called Forty Wall Street. Also owes money. He owns money on basically everything that he owns. Yeah, so it's um, that should be interesting. And I, I'm sure uh, he's taking money out on everything. It's just what he does. He, he plays, you know, he works that system of like owning. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, that's why generally people, members of Congress, people who work in law enforcement, screened uh, for the amount of debt they have because generally you can't get a security clearance of any kind when you have extreme debt because of how easy it is for you to, you know, be taken. bribed, yep. taken advantage of, which is exactly what's, what's happening. Um, but yeah, so that's a, that's fun. So, so that's why he's, he's, he will stay in that, stay in office kicking and screaming and they'll have to literally pry him out of the, the oval office because, once he gets out into the real world, I mean, not only is he obviously vulnerable to multiple felonies, like like being charged with multiple felonies, he also owes a great deal of money. Yeah. Well, the people that you don't want to owe money to, like just generally speaking, you don't like owing money to anybody. But these are people you don't want to owe money to. You mean the Russians? Uh, Russians, Saudis. Yeah. Um, probably 
probably people even worse. I don't know. Probably. Hard to say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. All of this over yeah. a pay raise for The Apprentice. This is what, this is what we are, why we are here. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to get down to it, it's, it's really NBC is to blame for all of this. Way to go, NBC without Universal. The, without The Apprentice. Um, he had no money coming he, in. He, yeah, he would have, yeah, evidently he made like $420 million from The Apprentice and licensing and all that just based solely on the show. Um, so I'm going to blame, I'm going to put a couple people to blame. Jeff Zucker, who I believe was running NBC at the time. Yeah, isn't he running uh, Mark Burn- uh, CNN now? CNN now, which is a whole different thing. Right. Jeff Zucker is to blame for many things. Um, Mark Burnett, who created um, that. Right. Uh, the Apprentice also created um, uh, Survivor, which is another annoying show. He's, you know. Uh, Why don't you just rip off Running Man and get it over with and just, or Hunger Games for fuck's sake. Just, I mean, Running Man is Hunger Games, as you, you know. The woman who read it. We're not. Just, we're, yeah, merge battle. Yeah, we're royale. not far. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Like, if we, if we want to go that route, that's fine. I mean, we're right there. Uh, it's just one person, like saying someone accidentally dies on something, and people turn in or tune it, turn in, tune in to pay attention. It saves uh, network TV if they're willing to show it, and then there we are. That's true. That's why those all those um, ridiculous uh, like Daredevil stunt shows do so well. Like, uh, like the, the, what's the, the dude who does the tightrope? I can't think of his name. Um, the one that went, yeah, yeah, we were watching it at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. He's like from the famous tightrope family, but every, you know, once a year he has a, uh, uh, special on a live special. Nat Geo. I think it was. What's that? Nat Geo. Melinda. Nick Melinda is his name. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Where he, he does, uh, you know, he does, what was it this year, earlier this year, he did it over the volcano. Oh, uh, Big where Canyon. he had to like, yeah, he had to wear like a special oxygen tank because he was because of the 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 poisonous gases and and things he did a few years ago. He did it over um, the Chicago River between two high rises. You know, people tune it. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, I have I worked in television for a very long time. Worked in live television for a very long time. I don't know if that how live those broadcasts are because they. As much as NBC or what CB, you know, whatever network airs it, I feel like the main networks like air those shows, like like not uh, you know not like a Nat Geo or whatever, but um, you know they they get you in, they get pe- people in on the just in the off chance you might see somebody die, right? But at, at the same time, they're not going to air somebody dying, so I'm pretty sure there's a delay of some kind. Okay. His well, Nick 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 grandfather famously did die on camera. Like he was a tightrope walker, and I believe it was in Buenos Aires in the seventies. I believe it was his grandfather. Um, there's TV footage of it. You see him. He loses his balance because of a gust of wind, and he falls off the tightrope. You don't see him hit the ground, but you see him fall off the tightrope, and you know he hit the ground because he died. Um, but I don't think they're going to show that. Same with the uh, uh, every time he does one of his obnoxious. Um, I guess he calls them. No, he he does not like to call them illusions, but he keeps doing these ridiculous things that nobody's really asking for. But people tune in because there's the off chance that he might die, and people. Um, it's the same reason people s- slow down for car car crashes. Wait, which to, guy, see, w- to watch which magician? Magi- which uh, which magician? You cut out real quickly. I I think I know the one, but I'm David Blaine. David David Blaine. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly had forgotten about him for some time. He used to do all those. He actually is an insanely talented magician. Right. Like if you ever watch his old specials, like where he does like lower end like card tricks, like insanely talented magician. But then he got he started getting into the. Um, where he tried to keep one-upping himself, like that one where he was standing in a block of ice in Times Square for like four days. Right. Um, no food um, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, he did. He, he, he would do things like that that were just kind of ridiculous. He did one a few weeks ago, and I honestly had not thought about him in years, uh, where he basically, it was, I forget the name he gave, gave it, but he basically was carried off by, by holding a, a bunch of balloons it was sort of an uh, an homage to the movie Up, the right. Pixar movie Up, where he was holding this this large thing of blue. So he's the, the one that knocked out Sam's power, is what you're saying. 
been. But he, yeah, he, so he, he went up in these holding these large balloons, but it actually, one of them wasn't a balloon. One of them actually was a motorized, um, sort of drone thing that was sort of helping direct where he was going, but which the, he never really had said that, but it basically, the, the balloons carried him up to about, I think four it was, I think it was high. It was like 40,000 feet. Right. And then he strapped on a parachute there and just let the balloons go. And he, he free fell or he sky, sky dove back to the ground. I mean, it was cool. There was no reason for it. Nobody asked for it. Nobody I don't know what the ratings were for it. It like, I saw it on like people talking about it on Twitter and I was like, Oh cool. He's still around. Um, also famously David Blaine, member of the pussy patrol. Yes. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's infamous, uh, boy group. What, what was it? It was it, Toby Maguire or him. Uh, Lucas Haas, strangely enough. Where, where, uh, if, you, if you remember Lucas oh, Haas from uh days and confuse. Or is that Hauser? Um, I think it's someone else. Is that who? Lucas. Haas. No, Lucas, Lucas Haas is, um, You'd recognize him if you saw him. He's not. He has not done a whole lot. He's kind of an indie darling actor. He. Uh, what I remember him from is. Uh, do you remember Ryan White, the uh, the boy, the the boy who had AIDS in the like in the eighties? Right. Like, uh, like Lucas Haas played Ryan White in a TV movie, and he was also in um, Amish people. I can't remember what it was called. It was like an 80s movie about Amish people. He's not been in a lot, but you might recognize him. Kind of I mean, looks like DJ. He kind of looks a little bit like DJ Qualls. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I pulled up an image of him. It's he the was, ears. It's yeah. the ears. Um, he, he was in Inception yeah. and uh, The Revenant. Like, obviously, because he's a Leo guy. Yeah, he's a Leo guy. So, yeah, he's in the... the uh, I hate saying the name Pussy Patrol. It's so stupid. Um, but, yeah, it was, it's Leo, Toby. Oh, I forgot. Uh, uh, Solar Babies. Solar Babies. You remember that one? Oh, the, that, the roller yeah, skating that, movie with the, the glowing. Yeah, that orb. was the lesser. That was the lesser of the. Um, the not, not lesser, but like that. I feel like I always associate that with Prayer of the Roller Boys, which uh, might not even been around the same time. But they were just roller skating or roller blading. I don't even know if they were they were roller blades at that point. Um, also, uh, Kevin Connolly also in yep. the Pussy Patrol. Uh, so like. I don't know about what forty percent of the Pussy Patrol has been uh, accused of uh, sexual assault and harassment what? thus far. Shocking. Um, yeah. Um, I yeah. I, I I hate to say it because I I, I like I like him. I like I, he seems like a cool not him being um, Leonardo DiCaprio like awesome actor and he seems like kind of a cool person even though he's kind of po- gives off the douchey vibes. I, I I hate to say that I'm kind of surprised he has not been. Well, you given think his it. given his status over the years of like, I mean his, I mean I don't know if any if, if any listeners have ever seen it, but somebody put together that bar graph of all the ages of all his um, model girlfriends over the years, and ironically, the oldest girlfriend he had was named Bar Bar Raphael, yeah, the Israeli. Really, I saw uh, what you were doing, but there. it was like yeah, it was like a bar graph, and it was very funny. Like of of, of the, like he literally trades them. It's like he's trading in car model, like cars after a certain age. They like once you hit twenty three, he's done with you, and he's not getting younger. Like it was, it was kind of, it was never endearing. I mean, obviously it was, a, it was a, he was a kind of a douchey thing back then. But I mean, now he's in his mid forties, so it's getting more absurd. What is he? Forty three, forty four, around uh, there. Uh, he might be older than that. Uh, I think maybe mid forties. But, you know, again, I hate to say, like, I can't believe he's never been accused of sexual assault because that assumes that he'd be the type of person to do that. But just if you're – it's a numbers game. You know, nobody's accused him of anything. He's dated three women. The eldest they ever got was 25. Because, like, even Giselle was – that was, like, young, young Giselle. She might have even been, like, a teenager she was when they 18 were dating. when they started dating. He dumped her when she was 23 back in 04. Then he started okay. dating Bar Raphael. She she was twenty. She he dumped her at twenty five. So the joke is that um, I don't know. Who, well, I guess he's engaged to uh, Al Pacino's granddaughter. No. Oh, is that his granddaughter? I, I knew he'd been with somebody for a while. Yeah, uh, I mean she's twenty one now. Oh no, that was in nineteen ninety nine. I think she like there was a joke that she came to her age limit. Ah. Uh, so, I I don't understand. Yeah. And you might, you know, sympathize with him a bit more than I do, but you know. Well, I don't. I mean, what's there to say? 
No, dating <laughs> younger ladies at times. You know? Oh, you yeah, know, you're, you okay. had a bit of an okay. MO back I in the see, day. I see where you're going there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he's getting to the point where it's a little absurd to be still doing that. Uh, has he? I mean, he seems like that guy who will continue doing that unless, you know, he does. But that's, that's the thing is that, and I, like, I, like I said, it was, um, you don't really know him. Because he he is a very secretive person, like yeah, no you know he doesn't he doesn't you, you don't know much about him. He makes a point of not being doing. You don't. I maybe that's the reason you don't see a lot of gossip about him outside of the girls. He the women. He, well, no, they're girls. They're girls he dates um, because he does seem like a private person. But anytime I've seen him in interviews and things, he seems very likable. Like he gives off like douche, but he actually he seems like a cool guy. Who knows? You, you know, you never really know. No, you don't. But I mean, it's it's one of those things where you just like okay, that from what I've seen in Hollywood and all this blah 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 with the the people I have met, that a lot of them have been nice people for the most part. I just, you know, that's a different level. I think. I yeah. think that's like he he was able to capture the old school Hollywood and keep like the Jack Nichols Nicholson kind of like secretiveness of his life away from the cameras and the yeah paparazzi's yeah be, ex- exactly like uh, yeah the, the the two things that everybody knew about jack nicholson were the um the lakers association and that he had a reputation as a womanizer even though to be honest he really wasn't he was with Ange- uh, angelina jolie he was with angelica houston for like 20 years then Evangel- his, his, what was it lily something uh... no he, well, he was with laura flynn boyle for many years, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I haven't, I, you know, like we talked about last week, where people just kind of, or last week or two weeks ago, were um, at, like actors who kind of just fade away, but kind of just disappear, and you don't realize it. Like when we were talking about Sean Connery and Gene Hackman, um, Jack Nicholson hasn't been in a movie in over ten years. Is it like he kind of just did that movie with uh, just, Morgan Freeman? With the bucket list? Yeah, was that the last movie he did? Or no, that was like, I mean, you have to look it up. But I, it's you know, he kind of just quietly disappeared. I, you hear the stories and the rumors about him like breaking away and not doing things. It's the same thing. It's like you heard about, uh, God, what's his um, Sean Connery? Like the last movie he did was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and he got really sick on that one. Is why he um, kind of pulled away. Uh, how do you know me back in 2010? It has been 10 years. Yeah, yeah see, see? But you didn't, it's the same thing with Gene Hackman. When I, when we, Gene Hackman hasn't done anything in 15 years. Yeah, you probably didn't Gene even Hackman notice. Gene retired. I, I didn't know he had retired. Right. Yeah. But again, not, not, not like. Let's be I honest. I was, before. I was one movie off. He did do the bucket list. And then How Do You Know Me was the Paul Rudd. Um, oh, yeah. And that. what's her face? Um. Reese Witherspoon, where she's like a, a Olympic softballer, and he's a uh, runs his dad's company. His dad's going down for fraud, but it's going on Paul Rudd, kind of thing. I remember. I remember. It's on that. Netflix, I believe, right now. For those it's, of you yeah, who you of, want to check out, if you love forgettable romantic comedies, and I know I do, so um, yeah. yeah. Owen Wilson plays a Washington National baseball pitcher, which is. Certainly, yes. Well, I mean, again... Getting back to where we started. Anybody, you know, that's... uh, I guess he's believable as a... Hasn't he played a baseball player in something else, too? I don't know. Um, Well, yeah. uh, I'm sure he... It doesn't matter. Yeah. They... um, I'm now looking it up, but I, I... I'm thinking not so even, much. Even Jack has even uh, sort of faded from. Uh, he doesn't go to Lakers games anymore, so that's how you know he's really faded well, from the public going to eye. Games like, right now. well, not not this year, obviously, but like even in the last few years, he stopped going. I granted they were pretty. Well, no, they had they weren't pretty bad. Like they didn't make the playoffs last year, but actually they didn't make the playoffs for a few years. Um, like, what seven years? Or but uh, I think it was like six years. But now they'll probably win it all. But yeah. Um, Look at us yeah, talking you know, about things that nobody gives a shit about. Uh, we've been doing that for like 117 episodes. We have. 
uh, in um, all honesty, we have really been doing that for them. Well, I have Hugh. I have a big question for you. Do you Go like sandwiches? I like sandwiches. Who doesn't like sandwiches? I I love sandwiches too. You know what my favorite part of sandwiches are? What's that? Is the bread. Really, I find that a I find that a good bread really really lifts a sandwich from good to great or great to excellent. Does it? Now? Bread. This this ad has been brought to you by bread. It's good for sandwiches and toast. This, this is all true. So, yeah. This yeah. This week's ad read was so yeah. Maybe next week we'll do air, but I wanted to get bread. I, I don't blame you. I can't fault you for that one. Um, he does che- cheese in next week. Cheese. Oh, cheese is good. Uh. No, he has not done a baseball movie. Owen Wilson? Yeah. He did, like, all the um, Kung Fu Shanghai. Oh, what is it? Oh, God. Shanghai. Was it Shanghai Noon, Noon and Shanghai, Shanghai Nights with something. a K? Yeah. It was in that era when everybody was doing buddy movies with Jackie Chan. Like, that was Jackie Chan's whole thing. Chris Tucker, the, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rush yeah. Hour? The, between the Rush Hours, the Shanghais. It was, um, wasn't... Uh, Jackie Chan also in the Around the World in 80 Days. Yes, he with, was. Um, with a, Steve Coogan. Yes, he was. Um, yeah. Jackie Chan he's, was a sidekick for he's, Well, I mean, I don't know if Jackie Chan is still active in the, like, Hong Kong, China, Chinese Supposedly he retired, but he keeps coming back out and doing Well, things. but if anybody deserved a, a somewhat early retirement, it was him. Like, oh. dude, I mean, we, we talk about Tom Cruise doing his own stunts, and Tom Cruise deserves a lot of credit for doing his own stunts. But he was never in the same league as Jackie Chan no. doing his own stunts. Like, and the best thing about the and that that was the my one of the best things about the Jackie Chan, especially before he started making the American movies, like his old the old Hong, Hong Kong movies, uh, where the inevitably the the clo- like the um, title sequence at the end would always be outtakes, yeah. and you just see how crazy. The, the things he did and the and the times he would get hurt. Yeah. I remember what was it? What was, what was his fir- his first big American uh, crossover the, movie was, it was the, the one in the Bronx? Bro- like some Brooklyn Bronx something Bronx Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, I believe Rumble in the Bronx where he broke his foot. Yep, broke his leg doing a stunt, and they showed it in the outtakes, and they even showed that he was wearing a cast that which you didn't notice if you're watching the movie. He was wearing a cast that was painted to look like his, his pants shoe. and shoes. Yep. And you you would have had no idea because dude is I mean dude is tough as hell, and yeah like so if Jackie Chan would not be mo- making movies into his eighties because he'd be dead. What was the funny thing about the, the Rumble in the Bronx? Like I know exactly what you're talking about because that was a, my first introduction to him. But it was the when he was water skiing or foot you know like not water skiing but using his feet. I forget what they call that. Um, oh, um, barefoot I, it, skiing or whatever yeah. the hell it is. But he, yeah, I don't. That's part of the scene. He still had that cast on when he was doing that. Yeah, it's it's um, behind the hovercraft. Yeah, that, I, mean, I believe that, that was his like. I mean, that was his introduction to America. Obviously, he had been a he was an icon, and um, I keep saying Hong Kong cinema was it Chinese? I mean, because back then Hong Kong was the hub, right? Yeah, it was like, Hong now, Kong. Now now it's gen- more generally Chinese cinema. Back then, like Hong, like um um Chow um Chow Yun Fat, but uh, like John Woo, John like Woo. the. The John Woo Chai on Fat movies, I was associated with Hong Kong, not necessarily Chinese cinema as a whole. It was more Hong uh, Kong was the hub for cinema back then. Yeah, it was, it was like their Hollywood, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but like all those, the, um, like that was Jackie Chan's crossover, and then that made you go back and want to watch his, his Old movies, like Drunken Master stuff. and something like that. You know? Yeah, and that, you know, same thing with... Um, I mean, I loved Chow Yun Fat from um, well, two movies, uh, which actually were not American movies, but like um, I think the two best John Woo movies ever were Chow Yun Fat, were Hard Boiled and uh, The Killer. Uh, but then I'm trying to think of what Chow Yun Fat's over. I think it might have been probably Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, well, y- um, yeah, you would think. But he, but he also had. I think there was one called like The Replacement Killers, which I think he also did. That was in a similar vein to his his John Woo movies. Right. But. Um, Jet Li was the same way. Wasn't wasn't Jet Li also famously famous for doing his own stunts? Yes, yes. Like he came, you know, he came a bit later after Jackie Chan. I believe he's a bit a bit younger. A bit younger. Like Jackie but, Chan was um, born in '54, so. And, and I think his Jet Jet Li's big crossovers were what was that one he did? Cradle to the Grave with like DMX. Yes. And like, then he did one with like Steven Seagal. That, but then he then he joined the Expendables, oh. which. Um, 
I, I'm hoping that series comes back. The, the, they should not have stopped at three because the, those, much like the Fast movies, could go on forever. Yeah, you just have uh, to replace Stallone I well, at some point. Well, the, the problem is is that the, uh, yeah, the Fast movies are a younger. He's not a young man. No. Um, but he, uh, yeah, the Expendables, and that was part of the joke of the Expendables is how old they were. But, I mean, Stallone's in his 70s. Um, yes, yeah, Jason Statham's a bit, a bit, bit younger, but like, yeah, th- that was the whole. But they, those, those Expendables movies were so fun. Like they even made like even Mel Gibson after all of his, all of his scandals and all the horrible things he's done and said. If you go and watch the Expendables three, he's still incredibly charismatic in it. If you can somehow get past separate it separate actor from real life and all that. Like he was playing a bad guy, but he was still. I mean, you, you watch that, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is why this is why the world loved Mel Gibson for so long." Like he's a very charismatic actor, but terrible, terrible human being. Obviously, uh, yeah, not the best, not the best uh, for uh, a heavenly person or a god fearing pe- person. He has a lot of hate in him towards a lot of different uh, people that aren't. Well, mostly, mostly directed it. Well, no, mostly directed it. No, you're right. It's, it's actually pretty evenly directed yeah. between um, the Jews, as he likes to say, yes. women. Clear, clearly, he hates a, women. He hates the Jewish community, and he seems to hate people of color. So that's pretty much everybody. It's not white man. So yeah. Um, but you know that doesn't. Uh, I mean, it makes him a big of a minority, but not a bit as big a minority as you'd hope for in this country. Um, it is the, unfortunate. The, the The Rock also not a young man. No, um, The Rock is so all, late forties, I believe. I he, he I believe he's fifty. Or if he is fifty, uh, he just turned fifty. Yeah, yeah. That was another interesting one with uh, you know not to bring go back to Trump, but no, um, no, 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 the you know The Rock famous not famous. Gosh. I almost caught myself. I like, yeah. I mentioned to you guys a few weeks ago that I don't know if anybody listens listening to this noticed how much I I say famously. Yeah. I say it about ten times per episode, and I I just caught myself. I don't think I'd said it before this, um, but yeah, The Rock, who was known to be a Republican, like that's never been a secret that he's been, you know, a Republican. I, I like a registered Republican, but he'd never said or and he never endorsed a candidate or mm-hmm. even really gotten into politics because he just kind of like most actors once the one of the total line. And uh, I think way back know. in the day he went to the Republican National Convention, but that was like a WWF thing. And that was also the Republican National Convention back then was considerably different yes. than the Republican National Convention now. But yeah, he last week he um, famously. Uh, uh, endorsed Biden yep. and uh, had a, um, a like a, was it on Instagram Live or something? Where wasn't he talking to Kamala and Joe Biden? Yes, or something. Something he did. A, he uh, did a post about it, and like the, the responses were very interesting. If you want to go check that out, I mean, I think everyone well, in their mother falls. Yeah. Around. Well, I mean, internet responses, whether they'd be on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, those like like we talked about last week. Like I, I still scroll through Twitter, but I avoid comments at all costs. But what, what the thing I found interesting was that I don't believe Trump ever responded. Like Trump with usually anytime somebody of note uh, either endorses his opponent or says anything bad about him, you'll get with, within the day, you'll get some sort of eighth grade level, you know, response about how oh, there, you know, there, there has been, there, there never was, there, you know, such and such said anything about the rock because i mean what what was he gonna say was he gonna call him a has-been no was he gonna call him unsuccessful no like what 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 is the rock is so universally loved what was he going to say so he kind of just ignored it i mean he's done things that trump has done and failed like he he owns a whole football league trump yeah trump owned a single football team in the usfl famously and 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 famously destroyed the league. Even though, even though he owned only the one team, he tanked the entire league, which is pretty impressive, to be honest. And what, honestly, what, what was he his, in the lawsuit that he won? I think he won what three dollars in that lawsuit that cost him millions upon yeah, millions of dollars. Yeah, and so. he, he was he was trying to let, like he was so furious at the NFL. He like he wanted a seat at the table in the NFL, and the NFL owners 
wanted no part of him even back then well, they, they they wanted nothing to do with he him. he made a push to buy the bills i do remember that when they were up for sale and um you know obviously they the nfl doesn't let people in it is the most no, it's a, club that there is like sports and it's like unlike you know like i mean i think i, I don't know i believe I'm not entirely certain if all sports leagues are this way. I know that the NBA and the NFL are in that you have to be approved unanimously to buy a franchise. Yes. It's not just like I have the money, the owner wants to sell it to me. All the other owners have to approve you. And they don't they don't want that. They don't want the, they don't want that smoke. No. You know, they don't want somebody who's going to who's going to would it be a tarnish? They already have their own problems. And they I, don't need some. They don't need an additional problem. And let's be honest. We're well aware that those people are, are actually savvy businessmen. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, outside they're, of the they're, couple of women who own teams, out of uh, you know, deaths, kind of thing. Well, there are very few um, sports franchises that um, where the owner, where the team is basically the the business is the the sole like basically a family run business. Lakers. Like they're most Lakers are actually one of the rare, rare examples. Almost every, if you look at almost every other owner in professional sports, they're tech moguls or something. They, like that. they were they they came from somewhere else. Steve yeah. Ballmer with the Clippers yeah. came from Microsoft. My, Mark Cuban was already a billionaire from his HD whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Uh, Freeman, I, the owner of the Rockets, I think is he has a bizarre name. It's like Freeman or something frittata. Um, he all his money is was from casinos and restaurants. Uh, Mickey Arison, who owns the Miami Heat, owns Carnival Cruise Lines. Yeah. The New York Jets are owned by the Johnson family of Johnson and Johnson. That's inherited wealth and um, yeah, and, uh, but there's a few left. Like the the Steelers and Giants are still owned by the the yeah, Mars and the Roonies. And the Roonies. Yep. But but even they have outside interests. Like the um, the Bus family and the Lakers. That's their business. Yep. Which which is why and I. They got so much shit for the um, for um, yeah, applying for for applying for the PPP loan yep. back when, back in, when those were first given out. But at the same time, people who understand the business model Lakers were like, "Well, to be honest, that they're losing a ton of money. Yep. They don't have outside like you know, Mark Cuban can withstand a um, a hit. Or Steve Ballmer can withstand the league going out for a while because he's he's worth thirty billion dollars. Yeah. The, the if the buses if the Lakers aren't making money and they're hemorrhaging money, they they don't have. I mean, I could I, I mean I could see why it was a PR nightmare for them to apply for the loan because it, there was the appearance being you know the pool was only so big, so small business owners were losing out because this family of bil- of millionaires was was applying for a loan. Oh no, they're billionaires the because time, technically the Lakers are worth a billion over billion dollars easy. But the, but they'd have to sell but the that's. They'd, They'd have, have to sell the team yep. for that to be well, the case. Uh, it was the same uh, thing with... Uh, boo-hoo. I'm sorry that you have a billion-dollar asset in your back pocket. Uh, I have, I have yeah, no sympathy no. for these people at all. So. Oh, no. I'm not... A, I'm not, I'm not so, I get and, what and you're I, saying, though. Yeah. But I feel bad for the people that work for them, in that sense. Um, well, it depends on who. I mean, if by, by all accounts, the bus family actually seems to be very beloved by the people that work for them. The, the other, like, among the, in the league, they're very well-respected. Well Genie, not the, not the brother. Oh no! But he didn't. He step down because he of the bad he job was, he was he, doing. Yeah, he was doing a horrible job. Oh, speaking of ownership, oh. did you did you see the news about the uh, the Welsh football club Wrexham made the news? No. Uh, they are being purchased recently what? by uh, such a Canadian fellow. They say, and and a guy from Philadelphia, I believe. They're being pre- what? They're they're getting bought they? by Ryan Reynolds and Mac from It's Always Sunny. Who was the second name? You kind of broke. Oh, up. Mac and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Funny as I was. Mo- as we as as we re- re- spoke about him last week, um, un, you know, under the radar mogul uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. I, I, it's an interesting club to purchase. I, I've known of Wrexham since two thousand something. I'm, you know, Welsh football is a thing, and they they did make it into like eh, Division One. Now are we t- we're t- are we're talking like when we say football soccer or actual football football soccer, okay? Because you know, like Australians do have football. Footy. They have and footy. They, what the, right? So. so I so I didn't know if what you know it, it's confusing. Yes, I agree. And then the Wrexham destroys you for a loop. It's just a, a town in Wales. Uh, they have a very small team, and you know it, that's unusual. I mean, that you, it's it's more common. You'll 
here like when somebody like um you know um Russell Crowe owns um I think it's a foot uh, an Aussie, Aussie rules fo- yeah, team. Yeah, he owns an Aussie I don't, team. Yeah, I think it's it's um you know, so it's more common for somebody to own like a smaller level team if it's a country they're from. Like I mean, like I'm curious what I mean maybe who knows Elton maybe, John um, was uh famous for owning uh I believe it was Watford. He owned Watford? I believe he did own Watford for a while. They um they they interesting. But I am curious. So I wonder if, if Rob Mc, Rob McElhenney and, and Ryan Reynolds, I mean, were they rugby fans? How does that no, opportunity soccer, it's soccer team. It's a, it's a soccer team. I'm sorry, soccer soccer, excuse me. I'm sorry, not rugby. Um but still, no, it's a soccer team, yes, but like it's a, a somewhat obscure soccer team. Yeah. But they were But if you want, I guess if you want to get in, get your foot in the door, I mean, you're, they're not they're not going to be owning Liverpool anytime soon, so oh, I guess no. it's. You, I I would assume you would want to go like the Division Two, Division One. I. I mean, Swansea came up for sale. Some Americans bought that, uh, much like uh, the Green Bay Packers. The Swansea Swansea, uh, was well, Swansea AFC, the uh, Swansea City uh, was owned by the fans for a long time, oh, and they were okay. saved by the fans. They called uh, the Jack Army. So, interesting. But, okay. And yeah, I just realized I stuttered through that one a little bit, but eh, whatever. No, no. You, it was, uh, what was the name of the team again? Yeah, Swansea City AFC. No, no, no. The, the oh, the Wrexham. 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 That you know that reminded me because it was a callback to last week because we were discussing. Remember how we were discussing how I had, or maybe you guys. I don't recall if you guys agreed how we had no idea how to pronounce that sex cult. Yes. Um, it's Nexium. That's how you pronounce it. Nexium. Even though the letters. If you pronounce if you pronounce it phonetically, it doesn't look like that, but it's pronounced Nexium. I learned that this week. Good to know. Um, the the uh, one other thing I wanted I had on my list of things to talk about. Did you hear about this wild um, part house party out in San Bernardino? There no. was actually a porn shoot, basically. Wait, what? No, I did not hear any of this. Thing. It was a it was this it was this hosted party. This giant, you know, these house parties that keep getting broken up all over LA. Yeah. They keep happening in like the Hollywood Hills. There was one thrown out in Rialto, California, which is out Way in San out Bernardino Valley, which was thrown uh, this past weekend, and it was promoted, and it was called Cali Freaknik. Okay. And it was a giant house party at this huge mansion that had a cover charge of between fifty and a hundred dollars. I don't know what the what the difference is there, but it was anywhere between fifty and a hundred dollars. But women got in free if they were topless. So. And basically, what it turned out, what people thought was this huge promoted party, was really a low-key porn shoot. Like, there were cameras everywhere. There were um, sex acts all over the house. Huh. There, were, there were, at one point, there was video of uh, women doing things with a cucumber. Okay. In, like, yeah, that's... And the video of this house party found its way onto Pornhub. So if you look up Cali Freaknik on Pornhub, you'll see it. Um, if you're familiar with Rialto, California, um, this doesn't come as a shock. It's actually the first city in the country where the police were required to have body cameras. Um, the uh, and in, in typical Rialto, California fashion, there was a shooting at the ha- at the party. The party was broken up by police, and the promoters and the owners of the home had been like charged with whatever they charge mass gatherings with. Right. But there was also a shooting there. So it's, it's, you know, I, I spoke many, many um, episodes back about how there was that uh, series of porns that my, my friend Yvette was a, uh, yeah, an yeah, extra yeah. in. They were, yeah. they were called Frat House Fuckfest. Yes. And I believe there were four of them. This basically was that, except that I believe the people that showed up to this party didn't know it was that. Imagine, like, going to what you think is, like, a promoted party by, like... Oh, I, I guarantee I, you I they had them signing waivers and things like that, so they, yeah. and nobody read them. Like just, I mean, at least my friend who was the extra on Fred House Fuckfest knew what she was going into. She knew it was she was going to be an extra in a porn. Like, imagine going into a party and you're like, okay, we're in a porn. This is weird. Um, I think the people who are going in topless don't really care that much. Yeah, I guess there was probably people had to know a bit ahead of time because the women who showed up topless didn't. They were aware of that fact. Um, but yeah, so if you're if you're curious how that party went, it's uh it's on Cali Freak Nick on, on Pornhub. There you go. I mean, Hugh he, he, he already has that window open. He's had it open this entire time. And uh, I'm about to finish, so as well as the show. Oh, God, that's no. Yeah. no yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, God, I hope Sam's back next week. <laughs> oh, jeez. I miss her, too. You got anything else? Uh, Quick um, little outro? Oh, I mean, I'm still waiting on some St. Louis. You know what? You can give the St. Louis facts um, when, after you spend your night here. Yes. If so I mean, your St. Your St. Louis second. Well, I, I did give you a, a, a tidbit by calling it Mound City. Mound, Mound City? Yes, it was uh, St. Louis was known as Mound City before it became the gate to the West. So there you go. Well, that, well, I can, to, to, um, go, yeah, I, I actually probably know why that is the case, but I thought the only fact, I don't recall you giving that fact last week. The only no. fact I recall is that, that was today. John, I, I refer to it. Oh, as that's Mount your new fact. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. I gave, I gave so a little fact earlier on when we were. I was going to say, last, last week's fact was that John, Car- John Carpenter bought a bridge for a dollar or something yeah. like that. All right. Well, that's it for us, folks. Have a good one. Be safe. Wash those hands. Wear a mask. Eat bread. Always.